Hey, y'all, East Coast Ed here. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can be a monthly supporter for as little as 99 cents a month. This podcast will always be free, but if you help Matt and I out for future episodes, supporters will be shouted out on the show, and large supporters will be randomly selected to do predictions for a big pay-per-view event in the future. So please click the support tab and enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, along with my co-host, Ed Carbajal. And on a weekly basis, we plan to bring you the biggest news and interviews in the world of combat sports. Ed, how you doing? I guess I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody was watching, but we just had the video cut out initially, so we're firing this back up. But um, So hopefully everything holds. I know you got that ridiculous weather always on the east coast so who knows what that's affecting or i don't know you got chud crawling through the the ground chewing on wires (laughs) yeah sorry about that (laughs) all right so uh we were talking about liddell ortiz three and and uh the uh, the mixed consensus of it of it yeah that's the main thing i'm pretty much gonna start over here so basically i was uh saying that the uh the event overall i really enjoyed um Thought the prelim fighters uh, and, and the um, you know the main card fighters uh, all came to fight. Um, Darian Wynn had a uh, a nice win over Tom Lawler. A um, couple nice submissions, couple nice KOs on, on the undercard. Um, and then once the main event rolled around, um, you know the anticipation in the arena was great. You know the, for the seats that they had available, um, it was probably ninety ninety five percent full. So I, I know the official attendance was almost eight thousand. Um, which is a little more than I expected and, uh, and actually made for a nice, uh, nice enthusiastic crowd. Um, you know, with two guys like this, you have, you have big fans on both sides, uh, that are loud and, and, uh, really supportive of their guys. Um, you know, guys, people have been watching for 20 plus years. So, you know, and then that brought to the fight. Um, and, uh, I was saying that, uh, you know, I, I, uh, Obviously, Tito won by, by first-round knockout uh, about four and a half minutes into the first round. Um, really blasted Chuck. Uh, wasn't the most uh, most competitive fight we've ever seen. Chuck looked like an old man. Um, but, uh, you know, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the walkouts. I enjoyed the atmosphere. Um, you know, if I was a person – if I was a – friend or family member of Liddell maybe I'd have a different opinion on it but you know overall I enjoyed the show and I thought uh I thought Golden Boy did an all right right job uh, well, yeah I mean I thought the card was over as a whole I, I liked the card and I liked uh I didn't start watching it until uh Palacios got his his victory and so that's when I that's when I started watching the fight because I my my night was supposed to go a whole other way on Saturday, I didn't even think I was going to get to watch it. So I, but I did want to wind up watching it. And um, um, I mean, like, like obviously, people got some notoriety that wouldn't have gotten it otherwise. So you got, you know, um, Duran win when he beat uh, Tom Lawler, and and uh, I just mentioned Palacios. So it's just like there's a there's there's some standout fights that that I don't know. But the thing is like. Uh, and I had mentioned it before. We our, our uh, 
we lost the we lost the the original time the first recording we tried to do with this but you know like there's people Eddie Alvarez mentioned um how like these guys gave so much to the sport and he didn't mind paying his 40 50 bucks to watch it and I get that and then you got the, you got the other end of the spectrum where people were concerned for Liddell and I mean obviously we're I was it's hard you shouldn't play both sides but obviously I wanted to see the fight <clears throat> for some reason I thought Liddell could uh, pop him with something and drop him when they fought. But then after watching him do <clears throat> pull out that jab so slow, I know he said he felt good and stuff, but he didn't look good. And then to see him fall face first and take a shot when, when at 48 years old with other people mentioning, um, you know, how, how they're concerned for his safety, like, like Dana White and like uh, Hackleman. It's just like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I would prefer he stay retired, but uh, you know, like I said before, I think that's when we got cut off. You can't really tell professional athletes. They decide when they're done, really. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, like, I, I, you know, my main thing with the uh, with the reaction is just uh, kind of like been the Monday morning quarterback situation where everybody can, you know, judge it after we saw it. And obviously, in hindsight, uh, Chuck probably shouldn't have been in there. Um, he passed all his medicals. Um, he wanted to fight. He was fighting a guy he'd already beaten twice um, in his career, uh, albeit, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Um, I, I just I, I just think that, you know, uh, people talking about the saddest day in the history of the sport, you know, in a sport where we've actually had people die in the cage, die in the ring. Um, Douglas Dedge, the first uh, guy who ever died in the sport, died in Russia on, a, on an open mat. Um, you know, I, I just think that that's a little overreaction. Um, I mean, thank God Chuck recovered and, you know, and, and he wasn't fighting necessarily a huge puncher um, that, that, you know, I mean, he got hit with a hard punch by a big, by a big dude, but uh, I don't know. I, I just think that the overreaction, I think, uh, you know, I, I just, I see stuff and, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, people just for some reason, and, and maybe he's given them a reason, but uh, people don't like Tito Ortiz. Um and uh, I'm a fan of both of these guys. I was actually happy for Tito that he won the fight. Um, I feel like it's something that that you know um, that was that's you know nice for him to get that that uh, I guess that revenge. You know, some could say it's a little hollow, but you know he went into a fight. Um, if Chuck had won by knockout, I think the reaction would be a lot different. If Chuck would won by knockout, I think people would be uh, I think people would be celebrating, and I, I don't. You know, if Tito went in there and looked like hell and got knocked out, I think people would would it would be totally a different reaction than we're getting right now. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But um, like like uh, I I just I don't even know. It seemed like he's going to start co promoting and on on the future Golden Boy events. I honestly, I I, I guess we're going to find out tomorrow. Usually Tuesdays when they report numbers for anything that happens on Saturdays. But I feel like. This likely hurt the the, the finances of uh, Golden Boy Productions as far as promoting events go. I know they can make it back in any boxing thing that they do, but um, I mean, you know, uh, De La Hoya even 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 uh, Ortiz said it after uh, in this post fight interview where he was like, you know, everybody could give us a call, we'll try to take care of you. But then they posted the fighter salaries, and it didn't look like people that were on the undercard were making that much more than they would have made anywhere else. So. No, that was that was. It's it, under their boxing uh, 
you know, uh, way of their. That's basically what it was. It was basically a boxing event. You had the undercard where not many people were known, and then you had the main event where it's two big name guys. And um, you know, if if they did anywhere in the neighborhood of 200,000 buys. I know that sounds crazy and I never thought that they would get there. Tito said, I think on the MMA hour today that, um, that that's what he was hearing. Um, again, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, promoters lie, people lie to, to sell their business. But, um, if it did anywhere around that, then Chuck and Tito are going to make a ton of money. Um, so it's going to be the the situation where the the top guys get paid big money. So, you know, when Tito's calling out guys to come there, uh, you know, he might be talking to a guy like Vitor Balfour or a guy like, uh, you know, Vanderlei Silva who can headline the card and, and, um, and make the the big top end. I don't think the guys on on the, uh, on the main card or the undercard are really going to really going to make big on on something like this. Um, you know, I just, I, I see, you know, when you see guys like Dana White and I haven't seen his public, uh, reaction to this but if he's out there talking bad about it then you know it, it's a uh, uh, competing promoter you know we're talking about a guy who put a 48 year old randy couture in the cage with a prime machida you know we're talking about a guy who on the day of the fight announces anderson silva's fighting israel at asanye you know uh um and 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 i don't think anderson's gonna look like chuck but he might end up getting folded worse than chuck you know, in a fight like that. So I just, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of hypocrisy. I think, um, you know, um, I, I saw Chael Sonnen was, was going after De La Hoya a little bit, and that's fair. If he didn't like how it was promoted and he thinks De La Hoya should stay in his lane, then um, then that's fine. That's that's fair. That's fair. But um, uh, for somebody who, you know, 10 years ago put Couture in the cage with, with Machida, um and I know Couture had been active and stuff, but you know he didn't put Couture. I, I, I think know. the promotion could have been a little better, especially where they had two press conferences and media didn't get get to ask any questions. I think anything you saw outside of the initial horribly run press conferences was because media went out there and said, "Hey, hey, give me two seconds." Well, Tito did a lot of talking. Tito's always known for doing a lot of talking, so yeah. I think he definitely probably carried that. Um, and. Uh, you know, I, I just, it's just, you know, I, I'm always a fan of these, these smaller promotions. You know, if there's a way for people to get paid, if there's more fights, if there's, you know, you know, from a selfish point of view for $60, I had the best seat I've ever had in an MMA event, you know? So something like that, you know, it can be, there's something to be said for that. Now, obviously that had a lot to do with the, the ticket sales dropping, but you know, they had 8,000 people there, a little under, a couple ticks under it. I don't know how many were comped. It was I don't like know how 7,800 something. Which I mean, is, the forum sits seventeen thousand, so I mean that it's got to be hurting their pockets, man. I, yeah, but they didn't. They uh, didn't have that part of the stadium open. If, <laughs> if from day one you're not selling those seats, I mean Bellator doesn't do much higher than that. There, Bellator does like nine thousand. You know, so uh, nobody's going. Ah, Bellator doesn't sell anything. Bellator uses a, their stage to block off half the arena. Yeah, but did they, did they do that? <laughs> did they do that on in Golden Boy? I mean. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that much. I mean, I, I know that we still had a couple of interesting walk-ins and stuff, but I mean. Yeah, but I'm saying if I go up to San Jose and Bellator has 7,000 people at a at a Chandler versus Benson Henderson fight, you know, I mean, you just don't I, you just don't see the 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 hate and the uh, that that you see for for something like this. I mean, the, the upper they never tried to sell the upper seats. Um, they probably could have sold to some of them. If they wanted to sell $30 seats throughout the entire arena, they probably would have sold a few thousand more. Um, you know, I'm just saying the seats that were available were basically sold out. 
No, by the time the I mean, happened, but didn't you say it seemed like there was a lot of like friends and family of fighters there? Well, but that's how all local shows are going to be, and and that's basically what this well, was minus the main event. Yeah, I was going to say, so is the, it, it, did it have the feel of a local regional event, or or like a did it feel like you know? Well, it, uh, for the or, for the prelims too, <laughs> for the prelims it did, but you're you know, King of the Cage isn't drawing seven eight thousand people, you know, so it, but it's, they're not booking the forum either, right? Uh, no, but I've seen some smaller events at like the San Diego Sports Arena. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what other events are at the Forum. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't know. I mean, it's it's their first. It's their first event. So I mean, you know, I, I we'll see. We just got to see what they do in 2019. But I mean, it just doesn't seem. Even with with all the effort put in, it didn't, just doesn't seem like there's a real interest from De La Hoya to continue to continue, especially since he wasn't even around at the post fight presser. I mean, I know like Dana. There's been times Dana White goes home, you know, because he's pissed off or whatever his his deal is. But I mean, it's your first event. You should you should you know you should finish what you started. At least stay till the end and address address media and, and any other questions they have. It was well, it, well, all yeah, the it, all the press conferences were weird for this. I didn't like them. It, was, it felt weird. No, I, I get that, and 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 I'm not going to sit here and defend De La Hoya. The guy, uh, the guy probably shouldn't be doing this but if he's gonna do it you know i don't th- i think tito ortiz would be a fine if if you wanted to let tito ortiz handle the golden boy um you know mma side and, and yeah. you know obviously tito's not the greatest public speaker but you know he's tito ortiz um and again maybe it's because i'm a southern california and i've you know been around him since day one and seen him fight a million times live and you know and stuff but i i just I think the guy deserves a little bit more respect than, than the people are giving him. And, and like I said, if the roles were reversed and Chuck had knocked him out, um, I feel like, you know, Chuck Liddell would be, you know, being interviewed on sports center right now. And um, I don't know. I, I just, I just think it's different. I, you know, uh, the, you know, as far as them booking the, the forum, you know, um, you know, the UFC has their ultimate fighter finale this weekend in a, in a 2,500 seat arena. You know, does that mean, you know, I don't know. I, they could have booked a smaller place, but the forum gives them a good price. It's a, it's a name event, uh, you know, a name arena out here. Um, it's got, the then they have some like insurance guys, big name. Usually you get like a big beer company or something like the, I'm just looking at the sponsorship. Like, like it doesn't seem like they tried getting many sponsors for the, it just doesn't seem like they're very invested in, into something that I feel like if, if he had gone a little harder trying to push it to, to, to bring MMA fans and offer something up. I mean, he actually did better media when he did like his little fight hub interviews versus his own press conferences. You know what I mean? Like he did better interviews with one-on-one smaller people, men on the street type of situations than his own press conferences. But I mean, outside of that, <clears throat> the guys that fought on the undercard, I mean, th- that fight with uh, Tom Lawler and Deron Wynn was awesome. I'm glad Ricky Palacios got a win on, on some place where I had commented on Twitter about it. People were like, who's Ricky Palacios? And I'm like, you know, this guy fought for Combate Americas. I already knew this guy was going to win. Um, who else got a nice win on that card? Somebody got a choke right when I started watching it. I forgot. Uh, uh, well, James Barnes um, yeah. had, had a nice uh, armbar submission. Uh, beat uh, UFC vet Alberto Morales. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Silva got an arm triangle choke. Um, in, in a little bit of a slow fight, but uh, he got a finish. Uh, Glyson Tebow, um, at, at a, a fair, you know, uh, it wasn't a great fight, but it was a competitive fight with Efren Escudero. Um, a couple of years, yeah. Ago. Um, 
you know, it, like I said, the event overall was was wasn't bad. Um, yeah, I liked the fights. I liked all the fights except the main event one. I didn't want to. I, I felt weird after watching it. You know. Do you think you should, would have had the same reaction if Tito would have been limping around and Chuck would have knocked him out? I mean, it, if Chuck would have knocked him out, it would have been something like it would have been almost like a uh, poetic and like this guy still has it. But the thing is, leading up to it, nobody saw, nobody thought that. You know, everybody was concerned for Chuck Liddell right up until it happened. You know, like I don't think it's that people are hating on Ortiz so much as as it is as people are just. There was it's the rhetoric of of Chuck Liddell being done fighting, and the concern for his health had been out there way before there was even a Golden Boy MMA thought. You know what I mean? So I mean I I don't know. I guess my own opinion is I was hoping all that would have been wrong, and I was hoping there was a right hand. Chuck had a right hand opening there all night, but he never took it. No, he said he was afraid of the takedown, and I, I you know. I don't know. I'm not going to try to do much of an analysis on that fight. We all we all know what we saw, and it, it was obviously not top shelf uh, uh, competition uh, from Liddell's side. Um, I do think Tito looked good. Um, I, I, he does seem to be healthy. Um, I, I know he's slower. He's 43 years old, um, but I, I think uh, you know. I, I don't know. It, it's. It's a weird, it's a weird situation. Like you said, it's hard to tell somebody they can't do something. You know, I see people bashing, bashing the, um, the California athletic commission, um, whether people are like it or not. And, and I don't necessarily always like it, but the the California athletic commission is one of the best commissions in the country, if not the best, um, they're really working on the weight cutting stuff. Um, you know, he's not going to get easy medicals here. You know, he's not, we're not fighting in a barn in, in Iowa. Um, you know, so all that stuff, I, I, I think that the, the people attacking that, I think the people, you know, uh, I know a lot of the people around Chuck didn't necessarily want him to fight. Um, but you can't, if the guy wants to fight, I think really the problem here is probably, you know, as much as Dana White might have been correct about it, I think stopping somebody and, and holding somebody's career basically up um, might have led to this. You know, it, it, he might have got knocked out one more time eight years ago, and that would have been enough. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just, I don't, you know, I, I you know, sports are violent. Football's violent. Uh, hockey's violent. These sports are violent. We watch fights. You know, we watch eighty fights a weekend, and and guys are getting I, knocked I, out. And, I, and, I just hope he wasn't hurting for money, and he did this for money. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I know he, I know he made two hundred fifty thousand uh, for the fight. So I, I, I just hope that. It's, you know, that's one. You don't want to hear these, like, you always see these horrible stories for, like, boxers from back in the day where they, you know, spent their money bad that they were boxing into their 50s and freaking, you know, garages and shit. You know, you don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think wanna... that's the case. I, I don't, I don't have any special knowledge of stuff. Um, I, but I, what I do know, I mean, I, I have a couple mutual, uh, acquaintances and I, I don't, I don't believe that to be the case. Um, I, I believe that he just actually wanted to fight again. Um, I think he thought he could beat Tito Ortiz again. I thought he thought it was a chance to make some good money. Um, I, I think when it's all said and done, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he walks out with um, at least a half a million. I mean, I don't know what the pay-per-view buys are going to be. We're never going to know the exact number, but um, I, I glanced yeah, how at How do they your fight TV buys? That's what I, that's a good yeah, point. but I guess it was on regular, you know, direct TV and all that other stuff too. So, 
you know, I was trying to explain to somebody, I guess if you live in, you know, if you live in the middle of Mississippi or something, you see Tito Ortiz tried Chuck Liddell on direct TV. Maybe you order the fight. It just seemed like Twitter. A lot of people were talking about watching the fight. You know, I saw yeah, like, that. last minute. I, I noticed that too. Like there was a lot of last minute, like get, I have screw it. I'm going to order it, you know? And, and like I said, Eddie Alvarez, uh, you know, he put out his opinion of like, I'm going to, I'm going to order it because of what these guys did. It's worth, it's worth my 40, 50 bucks. And I agree with that too. I kind of, I, like I said, I, I, I was looking to watch it by the, by the end, by the time I finally jumped in and, and watched it. But I was just like, you know, I, I wasn't like, I had a completely different night plan and, uh, because of the weather sucks here, I wound up being home on Saturday. And, uh, even though I watched UFC, Beijing's uh, last three fights in the morning before I went to training. You know, I was I was looking for a fight Saturday night. We're fight fans, so yeah. we'll watch a fight if it's on. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess for me the conclusion was, you know, it, it kind of is what you thought it was going to be. Um, I, uh, you know, obviously would have liked Chuck to look better. Um, I'm glad for Tito. I enjoyed the event. Um, you know, I think they overshot the ticket prices coming out the gate. Um, I think they overshot the pay-per-view price price. Um, I think there could be some adjustments and I think if they're able to get um, if they, you know, if they want to have kind of a senior league, I think that it's there. Um, I know Bellator is slowly backing away from that um, a a bit. Um, But uh, you know, I I just, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, And and if they do another one, if I hope it was successful, I hope it comes out that they sold 200,000 pay-per-views and I hope Chuck and Tito make a ton of money off of the fight. And um, I hope there's enough to, to keep a funnel of money coming for some MMA guys. And if they're able to, you know, I mean, this wasn't their 200th show. This was their first show. So, you know, if they made some money, maybe the undercard guys start getting paid a little bit more money. And, you know, the more events for me, the better. So I don't know. I, I uh, obviously hope that, you know, Chuck is able to uh, fully rebound. Um, he's obviously had some knockouts, but um you know, I just say it was good for Ortiz. Um, I think the arena enjoyed the fight, the atmosphere. I know a bunch of people online said that they. Uh, this is the second time retiring, though. Didn't he say he was retiring? So like now he's retired. He re- retired after Bellator, and he got that win over uh, whoever. Who do who do? Chael. Chael was the last fight for him. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, two years ago he beat Chael. I thought he fought again after that. No, that was his last last bout. January huh. of uh, I guess sixteen, maybe seventeen. Yeah, I guess sixteen. I mean, I'm only I'm only a few years younger than Chuck, so I guess that's why I don't remember. Yeah, maybe it was January 17. <laughs> so it's been it's been almost two years. Um, you know, I I don't know. T- I, there's fights for Tito to be had. I think he could sell some tickets and sell some, and make some money fighting Vitor Belfar again. I think he could. Hey, fight. Uh, that that'd be something Belfar probably be, be into. You know, um, I, I think, think, Van- think Van- I think a Vanderlei fight would sell. I still think a fight with Rampage could potentially sell. Um, hmm. You know, I think Tito's got a few fights. Um, if he's over his injuries, if he's finally kind of healed up, he's going to be slow and getting older. But I think there's that for him. But yeah, if he, I, to, if he I mean, walks away, then yeah, I mean, he, he, we thought he walked away. So who knows? He said he was done at the post-fight presser that there was no one else left. So we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, like I said, I no one can really tell these guys when they get they get that itch, they come in. I mean. Obviously, Liddell was done for a while. We we thought we'd never see him fight again, and he fought last Saturday. So, but I mean, you know, uh, that that that's what makes them different from us. You know, like it's easier for it's easier for us to say this is this is starting to hurt me. Let me stop. 
versus that they're just different type they're different types of people and that's why that's why we put them on the pedestals we put them on so like i i, I don't know i just don't want it to come off like we're knocking them especially chuck because i mean he he's definitely one of the guys that i looked up to coming through being a being coming from uh, kempo karate and and you know a striking arts guy that was able to to hold his own in the, in the game for as long as he did so it's definitely i don't know we just you just don't want to see them go get get hurt too bad but um, you know, a comeback would have been nice, but it is what it is. But uh, we had some comebacks at the UFC Beijing uh, in that that morning. Did you get to watch those? I didn't wake up for the whole card. I woke up and watched the uh, the co-main and the main event. So I saw um, I saw Alistair Overeem. Yeah. Continue to do his thing. Um, TKO finish of uh, Sergey Pavlovich. Um, Man, that sounded like it hurt. <laughs> like the audibles on that when he did that ground and pound the first punch that first right hand was just very uh you, you could t- you could you almost felt pavlovich quit in that first punch well over just a damn beast i mean yeah. you talk about somebody who's you know um he went through the usada you know wave yeah he's um, just a mammoth of a man you either know way. he was yeah. a beast before he's still a beast after i mean you know physically he's not the same creature that he was uh prior to the extreme drug testing but um you know he's he's one of the greatest heavyweights and one of the greatest mma fighters of our time and uh i think he really starts needs to start to get that uh, kind of recognition and um you know i'm not sure who he fights next i saw on twitter today he called out uh derrick lewis so um that could be that could be entertaining derrick lewis and he said he'd also like to because obviously ingano picked up a, a win that on that uh card too and he so he said he'd like to run that back, considering that's one of the, his worst losses because the way he got knocked out there. So, yeah, uh, yeah, and Ganu knocked out uh, Curtis Blades or TKO'd him 44 seconds into the first round. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to see the Lewis fight something fresh. Um, I'd hate to see Ngannou knock uh, knock his head off again. Um, I don't think it would go like the first fight per se, but um, it's definitely you know. the safer fight. But you never know. I mean. Uh, even though even though Ngannou won, uh, I don't know. I mean, good stoppage, bad stoppage. I mean, obviously he was falling forward, but he kept trying to grab for a single leg. I didn't um, like it. Yeah. I didn't like it. But I, 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 you know me, I tend to be a little bit judgmental of the referees occasionally. Um, I thought Goddard got way too happy. I think he made contact with Ngannou before he even stopped the fight. Um, I don't like the referees that rush in there and, and get all body body with when when the action's still going. If you're going to step in, stop the fight. Otherwise, step back and, and let the fight finish itself. Um, I, I Blades didn't really argue it. I guess he kind of did, but he didn't. It, it wasn't ex- an eccentric, you know, he didn't really go over the top complaining. But um, I don't know. I, I For me, at, at, at that level, you just got to let the guys go a little more. I know we're talking about Chuck getting, getting knocked out and worrying about guys' health. Um, but I, I just... I, I feel like that that's what the sport is. You know, you want to be, you want to be protective of guys, but it's a damn fight. You know, I mean, gotta... I mean, obviously we're not the referees and we're not in there yet. They, they have to, you know, fighter safety has to be number one. So they, they have to, once they move on their instinct, they can't withdraw that. You know what I mean? So, um, but Liddell, Liddell is not the same guy that blades were like Liddell fell and didn't even catch himself on the way down. Whereas, oh, uh, I, yeah, I'm not comparing the stoppages. Yeah. I'm comparing the, the 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 fact that you know Liddell got knocked out, and we're worried about his health. And 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 but with with, with blades, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that it, you know you got to let it go a little far. It's a fight, 
you know, and, and um, I, I just feel like, I don't know. I, it's, it's a fine line. We've talked about it before, but I just, I, I don't like seeing fights stopped with guys on their feet or when they're, you know, you're allowed to try to take a guy down. The fight doesn't yeah, no, I, I, I was definitely on the fence about it. Like, Again, I mean, once a fight stopped, it stopped. But um, I thought I, I, I felt like I felt like Blades was a little bit warranted in his initial reaction of protesting the stoppage because he was he wasn't completely out. That's and so the whole reason I brought that up was because I know Ngannou was like all happy I'm back, but I'm like, you know what? Like, you're back, but I mean, you're not, you know, knocking dudes into another, you know, plane of consciousness back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe the fight against Overeem would be all right, but the safer fight for Overeem is probably against Derek Lewis. I just think I like the fresher fight. I, you know, I, I don't know. The rematches are, are nice if it's, but it was a, their first fight was a was a landslide for for Nagano and and it's Overeem, so he deserves the benefit of the doubt when it comes to rematches. I think, but I like the Lewis fight. Um, in Ganu, I would like to see fight the winner of uh, Tuivasa and. Um, and JDS coming up. Uh, when is that? In, in, well, that's a good, yeah. You know, something like that. Um, I like, I'd like to see some fresh fights. So um, I think that would be a good matchup. Um, I, I know we're hearing rumors of Stipe versus Kane. Um, obviously, Nganu has no reason to fight Stipe. Um, at least I don't have any interest in seeing that again right now. Um, and and like I said, if Lewis fights over him, then that that's basically what we're left with. I don't know what Ivanov's doing. I, I you know I know he he had a, a tough loss to JDS in his last fight, but um, Blagoj Ivanov, I'd watch I'd watch him fighting Ganu. I'd watch him fight over him. You know, mm. um, I know he's not necessarily ranked as high as those other what, guys. But... What do you think about uh, that fight this weekend? With um, I mean, that's an interesting. That's probably the most intriguing matchup. Uh, Tai Tuvasa and, and JDS. Like uh, I think. Um... They have last I looked, I think JDS is a favorite on that. Yeah, but that's not this weekend, isn't that in um I don't think that's till Australia, isn't that UFC uh Oh yeah, no, I'm just asking because uh oh. I, I was looking at um I think I was looking at Go Face Off or one of those like sites that list odds and they had him as a favorite and I was kinda like uh I was like uh, I don't know, man. I feel like J- like talking about the just the I mean when you when you, we started talking about guys or like Liddell and Ortiz, and I think we met. I mentioned it last week. I know for sure I mentioned it on last week's episode that uh, you know, there's definitely a changing of the guard in MMA, and the guards seem to be changing faster. <laughs> I yeah, I think I think Dos Santos can win that fight. Um, uh, I know Tuivasa's had had his moments and and as a as a killer, but um, I, I think JDS can. Uh, I have to see him standing next to each other. I feel like JDS is going to be a bigger going to have some reach um I, I just i don't know i lean towards him i think if he fights smart it's a fight he wins um and by smart i mean he just doesn't go balls to the wall he, he actually boxes and and um I, I think he wins the fight if he does that if he goes into an all-out brawl then it's obviously whoever hits you know who first mm-hmm. but um but you know we talk about this weekend um the it's the ultimate fighter finale and i haven't really been uh, you know, I've glanced through the Ultimate Fighter shows, but I there's not enough there. I, I think this this season is a bit of a joke. When you have, I, I, yeah, you know, I, I watch the fights. I skip through and I watch the fights. But when 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 it's 145 pound women and 
you're seeing nobody that could even last 30 seconds with cyborg i i um i i don't know that and then half the women are 135 pounders so that's that's a little bit strange but um and then, and then the heavyweights again um some good fights and a couple good fighters but i don't see anybody who's who's uh contending uh with any of the top contenders that we just talked about and obviously they're up and coming guys but uh you know, I feel like if you win that show, you should be able to step in within a couple fights and be able to fight somebody in the top ten. And I don't, I don't see that out of out of this class this year. But, but the main event is uh, Rafael dos Anjos and, and Kamaru Usman. Um, you know, pretty damn good fight. Uh, what's what's your take on that? Uh, hold on, I just gotta moderate some jerk off here in the channel. Uh, you said it was uh, Usman and who? And uh, and RDA, Rafael Dos Anjos. Oh yeah, I, I like I like Dos Anjos all day. <laughs> I mean, I, that's again, that's because of me going. I go, I go with my fan, my fanboy instinct right away. I mean, I know Usman. Usman is is definitely coming up there, but uh, I don't know. I feel like Rafael Dos Anjos is. Um, I feel like he's just coming back up. Like I don't know. I feel like he's coming back up. Uh, on 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 the second wind or something in his career, you know, like uh, he changed camps or whatever. I know he had some injury issues, but I don't know. I said that's just where I'm at with. Uh, I, I like RDA. It's hard for me to pick against him. Yeah, he. Um, I hope he wins. I, I like watching him fight. Um, he's exciting. I have a feeling Usman's going to do what he does, and he's going to turn this into just a grind out, um, boring fight. Um, I, I really think that that's what's going to happen over five rounds, um, unless uh, Anjos can catch him early and and, um, and hurt him. I, I unfortunately, I, I you know, if you put a gun to my head, I'm I'm saying Usman wins a, a fairly uneventful decision. Um, yeah, in a fight that could be really exciting if if uh, if, if I don't know. I I feel like I feel like RDA could probably uh, surprise us. I don't know. It could just be me being hopeful though. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm pulling for him. I just, and I, you know, I, I just feel like I feel like I've seen Usman do that so many damn times now, and I haven't seen, you know, he hasn't fought a million times, but it seems like every time he fights, uh, somebody who could be a, a potentially real exciting fight. Wasn't he the backup guy for a recent event? Yeah, um, he was the backup for the apparently for the Woodley Covington yeah. fight. Although Woodley said he wouldn't wouldn't take the fight anyway, so. Um, I, I don't know, but um, yeah. So I unfortunately see that. Um, that's on Friday night. It's a weird, weird weekend where we have two events on Friday. We have a UFC and a Bellator event on Friday night, um, and uh, and the Bellator is Bellator two ten. Um, not a, not a huge named card, but a real deep card for them. Um, guys like Joe Warren, former champion, uh, Joe Schilling, um, and then a surprising bout, uh, Daniel Weishel, two time uh, title. A contender against uh, Goite Yamauchi, um, submission ace uh, on the prelims. Um, but the main card that night is uh, Shidi Ninjakwani and John Salter. Uh, Salter stepping in on, on a bit late notice uh, for Melvin Manhoff. Um, do you have any take on that main event? Uh, I feel like... Uh... I know I've seen. I I know I like. An, uh, I can't even. I don't want to mess up his name. Injaquani. Yeah, I know I like him a lot, 
And Manhoff, Manhoff's taking some damage over time. So, um, I mean, I know he he's, he puts dudes away, but the, the, I, his losses of recent just stick out more to me. So it's just kind of like, um, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's uh, it's concerning when he fights. He's another guy that I worry about. If he gets knocked out, it's going to bother me. So you know I, 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 I think I like che- – I'm going to say Cheaty because I keep ruining his last name. I think I like Cheaty in that one. You know, and here I am snoozing on it. The The reason there is a Friday night is because UFC is Saturday night. Um, the UFC Australia card. I um, It is Dos Anjos and Tuivasa this weekend. I don't know why I was getting crossed up with the Adelaide. This is Adelaide, and then I guess they have the pay-per-view coming up in a couple months too. So, um, you know, real quick, this you know, we got a pretty – We've got some, we got some studs on this card. Uh, Dos Anjos Tuivase, Mark Hunt, uh, Justin Willis, and and uh, Tyson Pedro versus uh, Shogun yeah. Hua. So, um, you know, it didn't really uh, – gosh, there's so many fights going on. I can't even keep track. But, yeah. um, ah, God, what a weekend. I didn't yeah. just, we get to watch Shogun, Mark Hunt, and, and JDS fight again uh, on top of those Friday night cards. So, uh Shoot, well, we'll be talking about those when we when I get back next week. I'm gonna be uh, out of town for the rest of this week, but um, yeah, that's why we're doing this preemptive uh, episode tonight instead of midweek like we normally do. But um, yeah, so uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I don't got anything else left to talk about. What do we got? There's another Bellator this weekend too, isn't there? Well, that's two ten. We talked about that the Injaquani and, and yeah. Salter. So yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think Salter's gonna win that fight. And you know, Injaquani's a little uh, more exciting fighter. Um, but, uh, I, I think, uh, I think Salter grinds out a, a win in that one. And then, um, I mean, we're just throwing it down. I'll take JDS. I'll take, uh, whew. I hate picking against Mark Hump, but I'm going to say he loses to Justin Willis. Yeah. And I think, I think that might be his time. I'm, all, I'm also going to unfortunately take Tyson Pedro to beat Shogun Hua. Um, I hope both of those fights end the opposite, but, um, uh, you know, I think uh, I think we might be might be getting to the end of the run for for Shogun Hua and, and Mark Hunt as far as being uh, being uh, being top of the top of the food chain fighters. Um, I hope that's not the case, but I think that's that's where we're we're headed in the in the near future. Yeah, I agree. I guess. I mean, um, I know you say you don't like picking against Mark Hunt, but I think I don't think uh, I think Mark Hunt uh, might have already. Uh, was is that how many isn't he done with his contract soon or that's like one of the last fights? I think so. I think he yeah, this might be the last one and then um you know, ideally maybe he goes to uh goes to Ryzen. Um you know, him and Krokop would be a hell of a retirement fight, maybe a dual retirement fight for both of the guys. Um returning returning back to Japan for New Year's would be something that, that I would uh, I would be a big fan of. Um but uh you know, we're gonna throw it out there. I'd watch Mark Hunt fight Tito Ortiz. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, so um, so who knows? There's uh there's there's always some possibilities, and and that's the great thing about having more organizations is um. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you. I'm kind of glad you got out there last minute to to watch the fights. I mean, like you, I think you said it. Uh, you said you said it last week. It's like, how are you not gonna watch Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell fight in your own backyard? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's two legends, you know. I might not necessarily want them to fight, but if they're going to fight, I'm going to be there supporting them. I'm going to give them my dollar. I'm going to chip into the to the uh to the communion pot or the not the communion pot, but the 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 pot going to them and um 
you know, if, if it helps them out, if, if my $60 to go to the event uh, goes in their pockets and then more power to it. I hope, uh, like I said, I hope the pay-per-views did well and uh, I hope there's another show. Why not? But, yeah. You know, it doesn't hurt. It's, it's nothing's, you know, obviously we don't want to see Chuck Liddell fight again. I, like I said, I don't know if it got cut off, but uh, you know, although I would watch Chuck and Hoist Gracie fight, you know, I, I think I think that that potentially could be a uh, could be an entertaining yeah fight if if uh, if Chuck feels the need to to try again. But um, with that said, have a great rest of the week. Uh, our fans can follow us at Combat Hour on Twitter. Uh, myself at MMA Hawk twenty one on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow you at Carbizol on Twitter and at Carbizol on Instagram. Um, hey, have a good, great rest of the weekend and. Uh, Got a lot of action coming up. Uh, I'll be talking to you this weekend, and uh, if anything crazy happens, maybe we'll uh, we'll jump on and, and give a quick uh, quick reaction. Yes, sir. You be safe out there. All right, I will. I gotta get to go deal with the cold up in Idaho. So <laughs> get a right. little flavor of what you got. So I'll talk to you. <laughs> All right. All right, late. 